0: All right, we're just going to start it. Uh, Black and Yellow is back.
1: Black and Yellow. Finally. Black and Yellow, Black and Yellow. Long time coming. Yeah, yeah, it's been months. It's been months. Months. (laughs) I know. You went to the fucking motherland, bro. I went to the motherland. Your motherland. Yeah, yeah. Technically my... It's everybody's motherland, right? My (laughs) grandmotherland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was crazy. I went to Rwanda. Um, We went for a... uh, uh, I guess there was this – Steph Curry sponsored this shoe drive where they, they raised like twenty or 20,000 sneakers and sent them to the Congolian refugees over there. So, oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so they're dying from malaria through their feet uh, Yeah, they don't have no shoes. Yeah,
0: that and just like dirty water is like a huge problem
1: yeah, over I f- there. I found out – I mean, I didn't know anything about malaria before other than oh, that it Oh, it's killed it the most sucks. people on yeah. the planet. Yeah, <laughs> but you – you can survive it. It's just they said the reason why people die is because they don't have clean water, so they yeah. just keep drinking malaria water when they get sick, yep. and they're losing all the fluids, so they just eventually die. You shit yourself
0: to death. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty it's awful.
1: Pretty fucking wild.
0: Yeah. To take. Uh, did you have to take any of the malaria vaccines or? Pills I took. A,
1: I took one vaccine before going, and then and that was it. You didn't take pills, just a shot. I wish I took pills if my stomach no, no, was you fucked don't. up. No? No. Okay. <laughs> Your stomach got fucked up though? Kind of. When I got back, it was fucked up for like about a month.
0: Okay. Just because uh,
1: of the flora and fauna, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's probably going to... Well, that and like the food and everything just changing over there. Yeah. yeah. I, I I had to take the pills and I didn't know wasn't supposed to take them because I have this thing called G6PD deficiency. Okay, yeah. Where I'm naturally sort of immune to malaria anyway. Oh, wow. And so it just... Oh, it, really? Give me
1: some of that, Wolverine. Yeah, no, you know, it's...
0: <laughs> I'm in like the... Like the weird gray area because mm. I I have G six PD deficiency but I I don't suffer any of the um, symptoms yeah symptoms of it because like you're not supposed mm. to take like aspirin you're supposed to get more tired than other people mm. she's like I don't have any of that stuff mm. so but yeah over there like, I took I took those pills and it, like just stripped my immune system Ooh. and so I got super fucking sick over there I mean like I was like
1: which country are you
0: in I was in Djibouti Djibouti yeah I went there Man, twice and then I went to Seychelles once but yeah this is all happening in Djibouti and it was it was all bad we all got sick super out third world
1: thing. right hmm? super third world.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was. Like, people were living in, like, twig and, like, newspaper shacks. Shit. And, like, it rained once and people fucking died. I was like, holy I shit. shit oh, it wasn't I think that you heart. told me about this before. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, Damn, uh, that's it was wild. Pretty crazy. Yeah. But I'm sure Rwanda was, well, it's probably a little bit more. I mean, there's buildings and shit in Djibouti, but you go outside the city and it's all fucked up. So.
1: Yeah. Rwanda wasn't. It was, like, I've been to Morocco twice and that's, I just realized Morocco is not Africa. <laughs> it's, like, oh. more of like a. Middle Eastern country than an African country?
0: Well, see, people... It's funny when you talk about the Middle East, because the Middle East has Africa in it. But yeah, you're right. It's not on the continent of Africa, right?
1: So, well, it is. is it? It's on the very tip. Oh, then the it... Very northern side. But I meant, like, culturally.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That whole like, Middle East in Morocco, side. even yeah.
1: the poorest country or countryside or city in Morocco was still relatively, like, tourist-y friendly-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over here, it's like, no, there's definitely, like, super poor... People living in huts and stuff. and
0: It's a different kind of poor.
1: Different kind of poor. Yeah,
0: like in America, <laughs> you're like if you're poor. This is the the weird part about America. This is like one of the few countries where you can have you can be poor, considered poor, and be fat. <laughs> like like you go to Africa, it's not. If you're poor, you're fucking dying. You're,
1: you look like your arms are gonna fall off. Yeah, shit. yeah. That's actually what I realized. I was like, even the poorest person in America has a better life than. More than half the people in that country, probably.
0: For sure. That's why it's it's hilarious. People to me, where they, they want crazy. to scream there about, oh, the 1% are fucking over America. I'm like, you realize that you are the 1%? Like, if you're making more than $30,000 a year, <laughs> you're, like, you're the 1%. 1%. on the planet. Yeah, yeah. It's like people don't get it because they're just on their iPhone complaining about the 1%. Yeah. It's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, you have to go to Africa to witness that. I also never had to... St- consciously think so much about making sure that i don't die either
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) like from showering with my mouth closed to yeah being in the countryside and uh you know like making sure the mosquito net is cool we were we stayed a couple days like right on the border of the congo and rwanda and apparently there's like a ebola outbreak and a bunch of genocide going on.
0: Yeah, the uh, I'm actually sort of familiar with some of the Congolese problems because yeah. I, I know about the Pygmies. Did okay. They talk about that at all mm-hmm. when you're over there. So, yeah, like the Pygmies, they. Uh, I only know about this from a guy named Justin Rand. He's a famous uh, MMA fighter. Mm. And he basically quit doing M- M- MMA and he went to the Congo. Well, he went to the Congo first and then he quit doing MMA because he saw how bad the Pygmies are being treated. Because basically, they, they took all their land yeah. and they had, like, basically nothing. And he came over there and um he started building them wells and it became basically like part of the family mm. and i think his philosophy on how he was going to help the the pygmies and african people in general were show them give them an actual like skill mm. and don't just give them stuff because yeah. when you give them stuff it doesn't really help right. them right. i was like i never thought about that before i was like you know what you're right like if you just give somebody shit they don't learn anything
1: yeah. That's actually exactly what I learned in Rwanda, too. They Apparently, the government, their official policy is to not accept handouts anymore. Mm-hmm. They just want to build an economy. Yeah. So getting a bunch of free shit doesn't teach anybody anything. I, when I was there, I was actually thinking they should open up centers and give them internet and then teach them how to do stuff online. Teach about like, shit. Yeah, and be yeah. like online entrepreneurs and join the workforce online because i'm like there's no infrastructure for them to do anything else really i mean yeah. they're not gonna become fucking i don't know painters or journalists or you know things not like yet that not yeah. yet but yeah. i'm saying like but you could speed up the process and bring money into the country if you just created these like online learning centers and well
0: but that, that's another problem though see these this is what I, i've sort of I thought about this for a long time, and I think that African problems have to be solved by Africans. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that that's a problem. Like, like you, you, your idea is a great idea, but it's like, is that really going to work with uh, African culture? You know what I mean? Is is that, is that going to make them happy? Is that going to make them thrive? And I think that mm. we've seen other, like, you know, European influences come in and be like, okay, we're going to do it this way, and this is how you're going to help yourself. But I don't think that's, like, necessarily going to help them because generationally, you know, they're, they're mostly tribe. Try people you know Mm -hmm. and the way they had their family set up and shit like that they're just they're not the same culturally as we are so i don't know if they'd be
1: i think you'd have to you'd have to do like a pilot program and see if you like it yeah i i I don't know man if you learn how to code and you like make stuff on your own i think like for instance when when um i brought my camera into these like refugee camps like the kids are just loving it man yeah like playing with a little digital camera i i actually ended up on the last day i gave away like all my clothes and like my fucking my little point-and-shoot camera and I like went back home with the empty suitcase and like the clothes on my back like
0: that's awesome
1: yeah I just I don't know I just felt like because we went to go visit this school and then the kids were just playing with the my stuff and and then I asked the teacher one of the teachers I was like can you use this camera because they have actually internet and they had like really old computers and they're like yeah we could use that and I was like okay and I just gave it to him and then I was like, you need clothes? Because I didn't want to just be presumptuous, like, you yeah. know, here, take this, like, you know, but they're like, yeah, we're definitely taking it. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, in that case, like, here's all my clothes. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm glad to hear that coming from you. I think that in my experience, like, when I went there, it's like, you can't go to Africa and not be kind of changed.
1: You yeah, I mean? bro. Like, it was for sure a life-changing event. It was definitely like, uh, um, seeing the, uh, Poverty up close, you know, you, it's no joke. You feel like you like step into a Save the Children commercial. Yeah, for sure. Like especially when you visit a refugee camp, they're like all around you, and they look. The part that broke my heart was when, you know, you see these kids, and then they're like so intelligent. You could tell they're like smart little whippersnappers, you know. Yeah. And but they're gonna spend most of their life probably just trying to survive. Yeah. And not be miserable, and that was a tragedy. Like. Um, and, like, for instance, we we rolled into this refugee school where we brought, like, you know, 600 sneakers to give. But there 3,000 kids there. Yeah. So, like, you know, 2,400 kids had to watch these 600 kids get shoes and then they all didn't. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, it's not enough. <laughs> you know, like, and so I, I kind of realized why people like Bill Gates or, you know, some people, like, get obsessed with helping Africa even when they don't... <laughs> Like they're not black or anything like that. You yeah, know? it's just like when you get faced when you're faced with that much poverty, it's like if you have the resources to help in any way, like and you don't even try, you're probably just a huge douchebag. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: it's it, it's hard, man. It, when I mean, I was over there; it was just it was tough to like watch kids that were like obviously they probably haven't eaten in a couple days, right? You know what I mean? They're poor as fuck, yeah. You know, and it's just like how the fuck are there's like in America, it's, like, totally different. You know what I mean? Totally different. It's totally fucking different. It's, like, even our fucking bums live better lives than that. I mean, they have fucking, they like, really legit tents. They really Homeless people you know?
1: can... They have a certain... Certain human rights that are afforded by a wealthy nation, right? Yeah. So, like... Yeah. Like, I met... I know... I've met tons of homeless people, and they've always told me that they... When it comes to eating, they don't actually have a problem finding food. Yeah. Like, that's not a problem. Um, shelter. Most of them can get shelter. Uh... I don't know about you know living in Chicago or somewhere where it freezes like that. There's probably a lot of homeless people that die during the winters, but but yeah. either way, they still have options. Well, the shelter's and, there too, you know. Yeah, they so, still have options. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So it was pretty wild, man. Like my friend who who brought me out there, he, um, you know, he was just talking about. So the first, the most of the sh- like trip, I was filming, so I'm kind of like filtering the experience through the camera in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then that started bothering me and I was like uh, uh, and then towards the end I was like you know what I, like if it's okay I don't really want to film anything <laughs> like could I just like experience this you know Yeah. and uh, one thing he was doing was just kind of waving at people while we were going by in the buses and I'm like why does he just keep waving at everybody and then he was just talking about how it feels good to put a smile on people's face and yeah. and I realized like yeah like these kids are walking down the road and then you just smile at them or wave at them and all of a sudden they just start smiling and they're like so happy that somebody's giving them attention yeah, yeah, it was pretty um, it was pretty wild, man. Like, I definitely would try to figure out a way to help them and other countries similar in that situation.
0: Yeah, I know that there's, like, a few companies I've been looking into. It's, like, a Water 4 is one of them that, like, they build wells and mm-hmm. they, they teach them how to build wells and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty Water cool. is
1: for sure huge. Um,
0: that's, like, how most people die in Africa from, like, not yeah, clean water. Yeah, I think water
1: is probably number yeah. one, obviously, because humans need water to survive. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Um, and then there's gotta be something done with the governments or, I mean, I don't know enough yeah. about the politics in Africa, but I know that there's so much instability in so many countries there that it's just really, um, it's tough for me to parse out what to do about that. But
0: Well, I, I actually had a chance to have like a look behind the curtains as far mm-hmm. as like governments going yeah. I was there. And it was just like, they didn't give a fuck about the people, dude. They were just that's like, the
1: fucked up part I yeah. realized is that what however they got to that point there's a lot of countries where it's just a cycle of corrupt people in power where they probably can't even imagine how to pull the country out anyways so they're just like we're just going to like live fat while we can and take. yeah um i was actually discussing that with somebody and i was i wanted to talk about it on the podcast is like so what is it about african culture that you know or is it a combination in your opinion of like global oppression plus like their personal attitudes or like what is it about these some of these countries that they can't seem to like get it together even even some countries like briefly do and then all and then they just kind of fall apart again you know
0: well it's because i think we're forcing a circle into a square hole Mm. and i think that's the problem like we're like we've tried to force upon them democracy and these, you know, monolithic governments. And I honestly don't think that's the way to go for Africans.
1: Because they were so tribal before. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I, I think that they would be better, in my opinion, they'd be better served going back to being tribal again. Because hmm. there's still, like, there's there's obviously still tribes there. Hmm. And, like, in some of these tribes, they still don't even have words for shit like depression. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't <laughs> exist. Even in their fucking squalor, doesn't don't even be exist. be a bitch. Yeah, it's just, like, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> but we we bring, like, these...
1: Western like, concepts?
0: Yeah, and I don't think that they... Western concepts are not going to apply to everybody on this planet, you know?
1: just Even in Morocco, I felt like... That's actually funny to say that. I did realize that um, psychological problems of the first world are not even concepts that they would worry about. Like, yeah, They're just busy trying to survive. So, like, stopping to debate their feelings about stuff is, like, not even an option, you know?
0: Yeah, and that's... <laughs> the, the weird thing is, I mean, I understand that I don't understand, but when the Europeans came in, they saw the people still living in tribes, and they are like, oh, we can uplift them and make them, but, but no.
1: Is that um, what they did? I thought they came in, and they were like, we're going to rape their country. Well, no, they did. Turn them into slaves. <laughs> but part of it was, like,
0: that's why they brought them religion and shit like that. It was to, like, uh, make them not savages. I see, right? as we, they
1: did with every other country that yeah. they did. Yeah.
0: But that's, I mean, it's not the way to go for everybody. I mean, it, maybe that, that life is better for some people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you still have these untouched tribes and, like... uh Brazil and some of those islands in the Pacific Ocean I'm and like shit like super that.
1: Super happy without outside influence. Yeah.
0: And then hopefully they'll never be touched by, you know, anybody like us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying that in general because, I mean, obviously it'd be nice for them. Mm-hmm. It our minds, mm-hmm. to like give them all this cool shit like an iPhone and all this other bullshit. But it's like, is that really applicable to everybody? Mm. I don't think it is. You know, it's just like working in a cubicle is not applicable to everybody. It's like, why should we True. force those other things? Yeah, to like, I yeah. have a hard time
1: working for people, uh, nine to five, so. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, <laughs> that won't be forever. Um, you know, and it's funny, because my friend is black, and he's from Brooklyn, and the kids...
0: Do you have black friends?
1: I do, yeah. There's one sitting across from me right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, my first friends were black growing up. I, I, uh... Yeah, we'll go into this at another time or later. But um, so he's he's black, and the kids were so fascinated because you know I realized it's just pretty much white people that come from the U.S. Yeah, you know, and I was I realized like maybe more black people should just go to Africa. Like honestly, I, don't know if, I think that would be helpful for both yeah. sides, you know, because the kids were so fascinated that there was this black man here to like check them out and give them love. You know what I mean? And I felt like they got something out of that different than. Some random white dude showing up and, like, looking at them. It's just more familiar somehow, right?
0: Yeah, well, it's familiar but different, right? So, I don't know if I said this on this podcast before, but when you go to Africa and you're black, (laughs) uh, you're just American. Like, there's no concept to African-American to Africans because they're like, you're not from here. Right. And you can pick an African-American out of the crowd in Africa, like, super easy. Just
1: like you can pick an African out in America. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know? Like we're we're so far beyond like being in it's Africa. Those Wheaties, bro. Yeah, yeah. We're like way bigger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're like, bigger. You look healthier. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of crazy. And for like most people, I tell that to they don't they don't understand that concept. It's like yeah, you know, you might think you're African American, but you're really not. No, like you're just you're, you're American just American. Now. Yeah, it's just Black American basically. Yeah, I and mean, some people take offense to that. I'm like, don't take offense to it. This is the country that you're born in. Mm-hmm. You you serve American culture. There's like no part of you is really African anymore.
1: And honestly, black people make American culture. Yes. It is. We it's influence not, it heavily. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, so it was pretty fascinating, man. I, I definitely felt, um, a lot of just emotions being there. Um, like when we're giving out the sneakers, there was this girl and she was just like, she just looked so smart. And she said she wanted to be a journalist. And she was probably, like, 10 years old or something. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Like, good luck with that, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Not in a sarcastic way, but it was just like, damn, like, she lives in a refugee camp. Yeah. She's trying to survive, but she has these other big dreams, and it's like, how long will she have those dreams before they get squashed, you know? Yeah,
0: that's that's the fucked up part, man. Yeah. It's like, if you don't have any opportunity, people don't understand. Like, in, in America, you have all the opportunity in the world. Yeah, and most people here fucking just squander lazy. it. Yeah, yeah, and they just it's squander that's it. so
1: one hundred ten percent true. Most most people, for better or worse, they're just lazy fucks, and yeah, um,
0: and I think part of it, honestly, with that uh, African American community, has to come down to with, with handouts. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of these uh, families that deal with like welfare and shit like that, like they they're not used to. um Working hard and, like, getting fulfillment from, like, working hard. Especially Mm -hmm. if you're just giving a handout. true. And I think that all these, like... I'm not... Obviously, I'm not going to say, like, get rid of fucking welfare. People need welfare, all right? But what I'm saying, though, is that I think it's damaged communities far worse than people really think.
1: No, I... After going to Africa and hearing about their policies about not getting handouts, I realized, like... Holy shit. In America, they should have stopped welfare. Yeah. Or cut it down or changed the parameters once... You know we got out to a certain stage because yeah it's just it's basic human psychology man like if you grow up with certain free shit like it changes how you look at life just like on the other end of the spectrum you got super rich kids growing up with everything they want and they don't have to work for anything so then they're like have other altered views of what is valuable and what's not you know
0: everyone should value hard work though yeah that's
1: exactly right hard work is its own reward you know
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, What else about after that was crazy when I was there? What would you think about the food? Uh, Obviously, you're in one. It was different. Yeah,
1: there was um, because we were. uh, I don't know. Every the people I was there with, they were so paranoid about eating the food. They like Uh, didn't eat like. Well, we were like okay. So a couple days we stayed in Marriott, which was like Oh, you guys,
0: fucking guys. All right. Yeah, (laughs) it's nice, but yeah.
1: But the food was pretty good there, and then the second half we were like, visiting the villages and stuff, and we're just having their, the basic food, like, actually, yeah, it was pretty good, there was, like, goat leg, and, um, falafel little things, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, it was kind of sparse, to be honest, it wasn't, it wasn't that, that many,
0: I wasn't expecting you to say, like, oh my god, we have, like, the best
1: cuisine, right, yeah, Yeah. there was nothing, nothing for me to yelp about, but, uh, I don't yell at you anyways.
0: Well, actually, I had decent uh, seafood when I was in Djibouti. Oh, okay. I was, like, really surprised. Oh, well,
1: Rwanda's landlocked. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I I didn't know, like, what their local cuisine was like. I've never been there.
1: It was kind of just, like, goats um, and then really just, like, vegetables and bread and shit. Okay, just, like, basic shit. Yeah, Yeah. like, super basic. Yeah, that's cool. But it was good. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, like... I really wish that in America we would have a policy where we'd have uh, mandatory civil service for at least two years.
1: Oh, that's another thing I thought. They need to bring back that aspect of America where they send the youngsters abroad because that period of time when, I don't know, the 60s or 70s or when that was not mandatory, but like super just pushed on people, you know, I think that actually helped create a lot of people to have the vision to... Um, cause again, you go to a place like this, if you don't come back changed, you're probably like evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're probably not going to be a good person anyways, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. all the other people who just need that experience, they're going to be pushed towards that direction where you just feel compelled to serve somehow or serve a greater good somehow, you yeah. know?
0: um i think most people take for granted like the way that our our government works the way that everything is kind of catered to us yeah and once you're thrown out of that and you're just like this is what other parts of the world is like you have like the i like to call the world view and Mm -hmm. it's like way different than the american view
1: yeah it's like you finally see the forest of from the trees you know yeah yeah Yeah, and i think that's super important Um, i mean i've been to i've seen poor areas in some countries but definitely yeah like i said it's this time was different it was like (laughs) life-changing you just i don't know how else to explain it just turn turn on the tv at 3 a.m so you know what they need to do they need to make a a save the children in vr
0: (laughs) yeah somebody probably do it yeah yeah they need to
1: do that commercial in vr and that's
0: so you can see all the kids around you all fucking starving you know it's wild man
1: and then they're so desperate for anything like even like uh like for instance when we rolled into the refugee camp and you know Uh, I opened the van door, a water bottle rolled out, and the kids, like, just jumped on that shit immediately. You know what I mean? Like, they're fighting for it.
0: Yeah, it's Um, like nothing to you, you know?
1: Yeah, and I brought, like, a bunch of protein bars, you know? Because I didn't know what kind of food I'd be eating or if there was, you know, food. Yeah. Uh, And then I just started giving them out, and then I would tell the kids to, like, share it. And they were not they, yeah. they were just grab it and run like they yeah. were like fuck that like you know, this is my protein bar or my candy bar or whatever. Um so so yeah, it was it was it was a great experience, man. Um I just wonder what what to do next, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what to do to be honest.
0: It's it's difficult, but I mean it's either you go like back and like try to change it, or you just kinda go about your, your day and just tell your story. And there's nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong either way.
1: And, uh, well, I think go back and appreciate what you got a lot more.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You kind of yeah. definitely
1: need to do that at least because uh, that's also lowered my tolerance for people bitching about anything here. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, dude, for real. Like, what, dude? Like, what? No, dude, yeah. like, <laughs> go over there first and let's see how they live. And then tell me if, like, you really have something to complain about. Oh, you know what? It did make me really devalue my physical things. I uh, ended up cleaning out my... I'm kind of a pack rat and I just ended up throwing out a bunch of shit and realizing like, wow, I don't need any of this. Like, yeah. I, I literally do not need any of this shit. Like, just keep some of the books I like and, you know, maybe some of the toys that I think are cool. <laughs> I,
0: need, I need to do that. I did that like, what was it, like seven years ago? Like, I got rid of like a lot of shit. It's and good I'm to just, do it once
1: in a while, man. Yeah. If you actually take the time to go through your shit, you'll realize how much of it like Uh, or I, there was some Japanese dude who's a minimalist and he has this policy where like if he hasn't used something in six months, he just gets rid of it. Yeah. He just looks at it and says, thank you. And then like, let's go of it. You know,
0: I was thinking about like, so I have like a, like way too many clothes. (laughs) So I was thinking Mm -hmm. about like just going to my uh, closet and then like flipping out all my hangers. Uh And if it's like still turned around in like, you know, six months, Uh, just fucking donate it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, but I definitely—I mean, I have like like most of the shit in my garage right now is not being used, and I have like three vehicles in there. Yeah, and like I probably should sell at least two of them, you know. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good to take stock once in a while, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, do you? I know Like, do you think? Um, like I know during this what during the MLK Malcolm X times there was that whole emphasis on visiting Africa for Black people and stuff like. Yeah. That I don't think I hear that anymore. Yeah,
0: the the message was uh it was lost. I think that right now
1: That needs to come back.
0: It it does. So there's a problem with the African American
1: community right now. Mm-hmm. Like we don't
0: really have a solid leader. Mm. Right. Um people thought that Barack Obama would President Barack Obama, former president.
1: And then they found out he's just still a politician. Yeah, he's end. just just a guy. You know,
0: like he did he did literally nothing to help.
1: The African-American community.
0: Yeah, like nothing. So I'm just like, all right. You know what's fucked up to me is that he's a guy that's admitted to smoking marijuana. And then he like... And he like kept the policy of yeah. keeping people in jail for smoking marijuana. I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious? Like, that could there, have been
1: you. There's a lot of black people that would not want to hear any criticism of him, though.
0: I, I know. And I, I don't understand that shit. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't vote for him because I didn't like what he
1: uh-huh.
0: what he stood for from the beginning. Because I was like, this guy is basically... He hasn't led a lot. I mean, he was like a community leader, but that's not uh-huh. like... There's oh, he definitely nothing.
1: jumped the uh, jumped his uh, order pecking order. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to sit and criticize him the whole time, but it's just like he didn't do that much to help a lot of people. You I feel like he did
1: more for gays and lesbians than he did for black people.
0: Yeah, he pro- probably did. I mean, he, technically on paper. Yeah, and, and he passed the you know the, the Affordable Health Care Act, which is yeah. still kind of like it's that's iffy to me. You know, like it's not great. Better than what we had before, though. It is, but is it because like most people's insurance rates went up, including mine? So.
1: Well, but that's. Well, I don't know enough about that, but there are plenty of people that were covered that weren't covered before.
0: Well, yeah, but it's at a cost, though. So. You but know what I
1: mean? <laughs> but in Scandinavia, it's like that too. Like your salary is right off the top. You're paying quite a bit for everybody else's. So health care In Scandinavia, though, <laughs> <laughs> but they got a pretty good healthcare system. Well,
0: but we also pay like we pay a lot of taxes. You know what I mean? Like a shitload. I mean, so do they. That's how they pay for it. But that's the problem that I had is that
1: maybe it's because our taxes aren't really going towards where it should. That's go. what I'm
0: saying. Like, <laughs> so they made the Affordable Healthcare Act, but they left it in the hands of the uh, insurance companies. Mm. And so they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want. So that, that, what they did is to cover all these people that weren't covered before, they raised the rates to everybody else. And that's the fucked up part. Oh, so that's is that a, how it works? Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean you can't have, especially with no government regulation, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Basically, all they did was, oh, okay, so you have a pre-existing condition. So all they're going to do is they're going to offset that cost by um, upping the insurance costs of other people, like in me. I mean, because I, I, I have like what's called like a Cadillac plan. I pay a shillow for my insurance. Mm-hmm. And my insurance rates went up because other pe- I'm in a pool with other people now that are less healthy than me. And it's fucked up. And I understand people are like, oh, well, what are those people before? But it's like, I, I get that, but we need a-, a better solution. Like, this is, to me, it's like a pretty sh- shitty solution. It's like either have.
1: It's not the final solution.
0: No. Damn, that's like some Hitler shit right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would that would definitely reduce healthcare costs. No, I'm kidding. You're hella <laughs> Um, funny. just get rid of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, what they need to do is actually like put, <laughs> allocate actual money to the prop to that. You know what I mean? Like, right. allocate tax money to it. But they weren't willing to do that. They just left it in the hands of insurance companies. And that that's to me is fucked up.
1: I mean, every major institution in the United States, from education to healthcare to. Whatever the social justice system is, all completely fucked. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Now we're going into the road of like what's going to happen. I feel like. Well, we're at a crossroads right now, like for sure. We are at a major crossroads. Yeah. Things are politically, culturally, financially, every, economically, everything is, is very delicate. And I, I'm going to be optimistic and give us a 50 50 chance of getting out of this. Well,. But other than that, I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of guns' because I don't know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say Well, they're kind of like
0: they're we're fucking ourselves, and people don't even realize it yet, like uh, the minimum wage thing like going up, like you're basically you're just gonna fuck a bunch of people now I understand people are like, oh, well, people deserve to have you know fifteen dollars an hour, a livable wage, blah 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 blah, first of all, the minimum wage was never meant to be a living wage it's for like if you have no skills, right mm. and so the reason why you had that is. Because the person that's employing you is spending money to train you, mm-hmm. right? So they're actually – they're probably losing some money on you, right? right. Eventually, they're hoping that the investment will ca- catch, up, catch up, you know, but then they'll pay you more, right? Because right? you'll be worth more. Right. But the problem is is that people don't even realize this shit right now it is that automation is like killing jobs.
1: Oh, and it's coming up. Fast. I mean, but that's why this, universal income.
0: Maybe no, but we're not there yet. That's I the know. problem. We just well,
1: for sure, everybody agrees that there's going to be a whole lot of misery before that system.
0: But we're just speeding it up. That's the problem. <laughs> like we're literally speeding it up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with uh, the minimum wage thing in particular, is that I feel like people that are older are fucking over uh, the new generation because I never mm-hmm. in my life did I hear about a kid complain about the minimum wage, like an actual kid. In high school, trying to get a job, complain about how much they were getting paid. Literally nobody. They're just happy to have a job and they were getting paid.
1: That's true. But
0: now we have people that are older that feel like they deserve more because you know they're older, but they still don't have skills. That's why they're getting paid minimum wage, and they're stealing jobs away from from kids. Mm. And so now these kids are not going to have jobs because obviously any company is going to take somebody that has more experience over a kid that has no experience. Right. You know, because they don't have to train them. Like, right. are they? It's easier to train them. If you
1: they're know, to take the same money.
0: Yeah, and it's it's pretty fucked up, and and that's why we're seeing like right now, like with with McDonald's, they're like they're automating shit. Like if you mm. go into some McDonald's now, there's fucking kiosks. Yeah, I saw that's that what you get. in
1: Amsterdam when I was coming back. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna see it more and more here in America. It's already here in America. Oh, everywhere, man. I mean, everything's gonna get automated. I mean, really, it's gonna be like the super super wealthy controlling shit, uh, super high level managers managing shit, and then everybody else. Yeah, and eventually
0: <laughs> most of our jobs are going go to are gonna go away. But we need that we need the transition period in there, right? Between we, before we go from like you know the well, automation transition is up period to, is when
1: the bloodbath is going to happen.
0: That's when it. Pro- that's the problem is if you speed yeah. it up too fast, it's definitely going to be put- worse. Yeah. It's
1: already going too fast, I think.
0: Yeah, because I, I totally agree. We need universal basic income. Yeah, but I mean, that's
1: like the only solution. Yeah, that's the only solution. <laughs> but
0: right now, it's just it's not there yet. Like we, we can't get there yet. Because there's still jobs Maybe available. Maybe that's
1: when martial law is going to take effect. Maybe. And then we're completely fucked. I'll, I'll be all right. <laughs> You'll be all right because I'll be all right. <laughs> hey, I'm going to knock on your door as yeah. soon as those tanks start rolling.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just it's just one of those weird things, man, where people just think that, you know, paying somebody more is better, but it's not because, I mean, first of all, where's the money going to come from? Nobody really gives, gives a shit about that. Like, If you're a small business owner, you can't just up somebody's, you know, pay mm-hmm. by, you know, Two, three, four dollars an hour. You just can't. Like, there's already been studies out there where, like, like in Seattle, people are getting paid like less a year because they they just cut back their hours. Like, they're basically. Mm.
1: Oh yes, I've heard that too. Yeah, because there's Employ- no way. Employers still need to balance the books. Yeah. So if they pay more, they're cutting corners on other stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, there's there's no way economically that you can keep a business yeah, open. it's still you know?
1: about the bottom line, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's not even just like big conglomerates. I'm talking about no, like actual like small businesses. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if you own a fucking donut shop, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's true. Well, even when my dad has bait shop, it's like even the people that were working minimum wage, he had to really count the hours. And, you know, when the hours were up, he had to cut them and then we'd have to work like Five times harder. Yeah. You know? It's pretty fucked. Yeah. But, I
0: mean, you, you got to do it. And it's just like, it's one of those weird things where it's like we're such an, in a such weird state in America right now. But I, I think eventually if we get somebody smart that, mm. I think we should be done with the president. I mean, like just in general as a concept, mm. we need to stop having some head monkey guy. Like I'm, mm. I'm convinced that we need a fucking committee. And the committee should be uh, people from all walks of life. We need a couple of lawyers, like very few of them. All right scientists, mathematicians, fucking teachers, Yeah, but the problem like that, is
1: the people that run it, politicians who are actually the least qualified to make the best decisions
0: that's what I'm saying. The are committee, never
1: going to give up that power though. Well, I have a plan. Yeah. Like, but it, it Is it, it like it, Fight Club?
0: Well, no, it, it would take like, basically i have to train like a whole group of like the next generation. Like, how? Oh, that's actually do. true.
1: I think there's something to be said about the level of self-education for the next generations that is happening. Yeah. Um, they're going to change they're going to rock the boat man cuz you got kids that are growing up that are able to um I mean dude you got more like 18 year olds becoming millionaires than ever in history yeah you know stuff like that and more kids knowing programming and you know programming is one way to Build things on your own that can actually have large scale effect on people. But
0: there are so few people out there.
1: Like that's one of the things. Like are you? Maybe familiar? it's because in the Bay we experience it more.
0: No, I even here, there's like uh, so I get emails all the time about like jobs in like the Bay Area. There's like over a hundred thousand tech jobs right now. Like well over a hundred thousand tech jobs that are not being filled.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow.
0: Like I just go on LinkedIn right now. You just you'll see there's like a there's a shitload of jobs. Wow. They're not being filled is because uh people like the tech field, even though I'm in it. It's not the most popular field. Like, most people are not drawn to the I field. think it's
1: going to change pretty quickly, dude.
0: I don't I don't know, man. I'm not optimistic, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm the youngest guy. I'm, like, basically every team I've been on, I've been the youngest guy. You know what I mean? And I'm, like, I'm not young anymore.
1: But I don't know. I, I see a lot of initiatives to give kids education. I firmly believe that coding is going to be the second language of the world. You
0: think so? I, think I hope so. so but...
1: I, I, I'm optimistic about it. I mean I've I have a lot of clients that are in the tech industry and just being around different places. I've seen a big push. Maybe it'll take like two generations. But I, I think it's going there because Um then you have other countries though, like India and China that do really are good at engineering and value that stuff. So Yeah,
0: but you know India has a problem though. Like they're just fucked up. Yeah. Well no, it's not just that they're fucked up, it's just like they have so much opportunity over there that it's kind of fucked. Well, yeah, it is, it is fucked. You're right. <laughs> so basically, what they can do is like they're all working like these data centers, right? Yeah. And so, but they can quit it at a, on a whim. There's like in America, we have some sort of like loyalty usually to like where you work. Sure. They do not have that over there, from what I've seen, like at all.
1: But you know the whole thing about the new billions that are coming up, right? Like mm-hmm. in the next like ten or fifteen years, is going to be like two to four billion more people on the planet. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. Mostly from India and China. Yeah. Yeah. And those countries do you know push out a lot of engineers so yeah i don't know i think once they hit a certain uh like what's it called lifestyle or it's like a word for quality it. of life
0: quality of life mm-hmm. yeah once they hit a certain quality of life for like the majority of the country then you're going to see the birth rates you know of course up. yeah that's like what happened to japan and yeah.
1: korea now like yeah uh so i don't know man you know it's so volatile I've, i just feel like i just keep coming back to which sounds selfish I just need to make a lot of money so I could try to survive the onslaught.
0: That's yeah, probably. I mean that's that's the plan, right? <laughs> that's that's why we're all trying to do like get our hands in other places, yeah. you know. So yeah, <laughs> you know, I just think that in in America, like the way we, we push people in that that square, you know, like mm. go to high school or go to college, get a degree, you work in a cubicle. I think that's, that's
1: ending like thing too, though, because dude, this whole generation of millennials, especially the younger ones, got totally fucked. Debt, college debt and stuff like that, like and then you got the next generation of kids like being super skilled and learning more real world skills mm. than they teach in college.
0: Yeah, but they're still getting fucked out of jobs, like the scenario I told before. Like where their mm. their jobs are already stolen.
1: Mm.
0: By people. I just that- think
1: it's gonna be a lot more entrepreneurs and a lot more people building their own businesses to employ people. I hope so. It's yeah. be gonna go to the tribes thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, it could. I mean, like very Capitalist well could. tribes, you know? yeah. yeah. Well, I think capitalism is like, it's gonna, it's gonna end. Like I thought, yeah. like, capitalism is. I think it's the most relevant thing right now.
1: Yeah, but as it is unchecked capitalism with no like regard for uh, humanity is definitely gonna have to end because it's yeah. not. Um, Serve. It's not serving the people. <laughs> well, especially because
0: the the capitalism we have in America, it's artificial. It's not even real. Yeah,
1: that's also true. We don't even have
0: fucking real money anymore. Like all this economic growth, it's really, it's fake. Like it's cryptocurrencies
1: all fake. are coming up pretty big now. It
0: is, but even that, it's like it's not tied to any real asset. That's a problem too. Maybe
1: everything will just be imaginary money.
0: It, it is imaginary right now. Yeah. Everything is imaginary money right now. That's like, true. Totally, is. like the whole stock market, all that shit's imaginary money like if you look on your uh if you look on money right now like if you go in your pocket right now pull out a dollar bill or any bill in your fucking pocket and read what it says at the top it doesn't say that it's you know worth it. before like nineteen i think it was nineteen thirteen you could take that dollar bill and it was it was for a certain amount of gold or silver mm. but now what it says at the top is it's a federal banknote right. federal reserve note right it's basically an i o u right it's not real money <laughs> it's true which is uh most people don't understand how the fuck that shit works and it shouldn't work but I think it doing. only
1: works because everybody's playing along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Top to bottom, you know?
0: Yeah, they are because they're they're all just hoping that, you know, their money is really there. But, you know, yeah. when, you, when you give money to a bank and you have a lot of money in there, your money's not really there. No.
1: That's why I wonder, like, what really crazy wealthy people actually do with, with their wealth.
0: Oh, they invest it. N- nobody, nobody that... Is wealthy has a savings account or even a checking. They have a checking account just for like liquid money. Right. But
1: they're investing in real estate and yeah. other stuff. Those are real assets. Mm-hmm. But if you
0: if you have like a, a large savings account, like say you have a hundred thousand dollars in your savings account, which right. is pretty significant, try and pull that money out in cash. You See gotta, what happens. You
1: get reported to the government real quick, and they probably
0: won't let you take it out <laughs> like right away. You know what I mean? No, you have I, to go you some have moves. to have be
1: Floyd Mayweather.
0: No, even, not even he can do it.
1: He pulls out money all the time, doesn't
0: he? No, that's money he he already had.
1: Hmm.
0: Like he 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 can't go is to his he bank. He's always broke because he's an idiot
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't pay taxes
0: and shit like that. Yeah. But um, that the money they has that's like not even that's not a lot. He's he's not pulling out like millions of dollars. He's pulling out like ten thousand dollars. That's not a lot of money as far as like you know the world goes. Yeah. Or okay. America. goes. Yeah. 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 Um, he's just doing it for like flaunt his money. But if you go to like yeah. a bank and like I want to pull out a hundred thousand dollars right now. Um, yeah, they're gonna pull a manager aside. They'll be like, "Hey," yeah. um, because basically what happens is when you put, say, you put hundred thousand dollars in the bank, they're only guaranteeing that you have ten percent of that money. Yes. The rest of that money belongs to the bank. Well,
1: actually, and they only guarantee a total max of a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a million bucks in the bank and shit crashes, well, first of all, realistically, you would actually get zero back. But technically, on paper, the most you could get back in any situation is a hundred grand,
0: and that's just guaranteed. Guaranteed, and, and they could guarantee you even less. So, if, if everybody in like any one bank asked for all their money back, right? They couldn't do it, it's impossible.
1: Yeah, like when I worked in banking, it was like, yeah, like a hundred thousand. Wait a person. minute, you're
0: Asian and you worked in banking. <laughs> yeah, Holy I was shit. a terrible banker. <laughs>
1: I sold drugs while I was there. That's pretty dope. Yeah, like literally, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was it was pretty pretty crazy. I sold weed and uh, I was pretty nuts. I was 19 and I was just like serving up my friends like they would like come in and like give me money for a deposit and then i would give them weed back wow like while i'm fucking sitting at my desk or working at the counter
0: that is some like next level multitasking dude
1: yeah it was pretty yeah pretty stupid actually but i was pretty reckless like i would do shit like i would have a i would go get like a bay examiner and i'll get a stack of fucking uh papers mm-hmm. and i would put like um you know an eighth or whatever or a dub inside the fucking paper and somebody would come in with a envelope and say hey can i'm dropping off this deposit can you make it for me I'm Like, yeah sure and then i'll be like hey you should take a newspaper with you and then <laughs> wow <care> you. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious man <laughs> that'd be actually a good business now is actually like the, the cannabis industry is like blowing up i know i'm, I'm kind of looking into that towards maybe doing some marketing for it or something because it's it's i'm on a 90 day fast because i smoke too much or oh. not too much but just yeah it was i'm i have to perform at like an a level right now i get you yeah it just it, it wasn't happening so but i am thinking about getting into it somehow because it's gonna blow up and keep blowing up
0: somebody's gonna be the walmart of cannabis oh yeah
1: it's definitely well walmart's gonna be the walmart of cannabis i don't know man no they bought a bunch of land my friend told me in chico or humboldt they oh really bought like acres of fucking land
0: oh, wow but yeah. you can buy acres of land for like vegetables and shit man why are you gonna consume this cannabis <laughs> like it's not all the land is used for
1: i don't think they buy land to grow shit else
0: yeah, they do. You gotta you buy land to like grow Walmart? shit. Yeah, Walmart
1: doesn't grow nothing.
0: Yeah, they do. They have their own like steaks and fucking vegetables and shit like that. Or you can just like make like a plant to, like ship source, shit.
1: Source though.
0: No, I mean like you can like build a warehouse on land. You know, I mean.
1: I don't know. I guarantee you, as long once the coast is fully clear, they're gonna. Fucking why would be you possibly
0: weed? think it's just weed?
1: I don't know, man. It's the most fertile <laughs> area for growing weed. If they wanted to grow cabbages, they could do it anywhere in the fucking state. I'm
0: skeptical. I, I don't think that <laughs> a large company like that would, would be... I don't think Walmart would, would sell. Well, actually, I mean, they no, might, but I dude, doubt it.
1: I think it's... What I've heard from people who grow there, they said that it's, like, a very preemptive thing. Like, they're they think they're waiting to see, like... They want to know, like, it's fully... Coast is fully clear, so people, like... You know, because even, like, cigarette companies are already, like, doing their research into well, yeah, selling but weed, so why wouldn't Walmart?
0: Buddy, man, you can't even buy <laughs> a fucking explicit record at Walmart. Walmart. How the fuck would you buy cannabis there?
1: Maybe it'll be, like, an off-brand you know? <laughs> It'll be like Mart Weed-Mart. Yeah, Weed-Mart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, I, honestly, I... I wish I could do this, but yeah. I, I would want to open like a cannabis shop with like the premium experience, like mm. like and a. I get a
1: blowjob while you're smoking a blunt. No, no. Well, that'd be
0: nice, but I want it to be like a like a high-end cigar shop. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, that's
1: actually really cool. I bet mm-hmm. you, that would do well.
0: I mean, like, there's very. I mean, there, there's some good cannabis shops out here. Like, uh, Harborside is dope. Mm-hmm. Like, really dope. Mm-hmm. But they are not like the. You know, the high-end gentleman's experience or no. general, you know, lady experience, right. whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. You know, and and that that's like probably one of the best shops mm. in the United States for cannabis. But yeah, I, I want to have like some
1: serious like. That's a good one. And also with the, just the industry springing up, there's so many like supporting services and products and things that are going to come up like with any industry. So I think it's going to be pretty legit. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it's great. I mean, you know, the the medicinal industry is already here, and yes. so we have like basically we have a few months left before it's going to be recreation. Well, it's already recreationally recreationally legal, but there's no recreational shops
1: right right now. So it's going to come very soon, and then I don't know. There's going to be a lot of more money for um, Governor uh, Jerry Brown to to fucking swagger. waste. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like raising our fucking gas taxes fucking thirty cents or some shit I'm like, what the fuck? And he's raising our fucking our gas taxes and our goddamn registration. I'm like, dude, how the fuck like already I'm gonna owe what is it? I have four vehicles, so I'm gonna owe it at least two hundred dollars more next year
1: in registration alone. Oh, so I wasn't imagining that. I went to the D M V recently and they charged me like two hundred and fifty bucks to register my car. Actually, let's see. I have these DMV things right here. What the fuck?
0: Sorry, this is one of my registrations. I haven't opened it yet.
1: (laughs) Let's see what it says.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fucking ridiculous. I can already fucking guarantee it. Yeah. $261 for my... Well, it's for my X5. I mean, I I get that. It's not that old, but... Well, it actually is. It's 2008. $261. Yeah. Damn. And, like, my other ones I haven't opened up yet either, but they're probably going to be a bunch of money, so... Mm. That's fucking bullshit.
1: Well, I think the other problem is there's going to be a lot of unforeseen economic problems that spring up. And so, uh, again, it just goes back to you need to make a lot of money, dude, and save it. Yeah. Well, don't save it. Invest it. Invest Goddammit. it. Invest right.
0: it. I mean, I have savings too, but I need to invest. I need to find fucking stocks that have good dividends. I've been doing like more research on this. Mm-hmm. I own a bunch of HPE stock, but they don't really pay a lot of dividends. And like right now, you're it's like zeroed out. Uh, a little bit. Like I wanna, if I was to own real estate, it'd be like in a different state because here it's like the market is
1: shit. So it depends. I mean, most people just start off with one home or a duplex or something. That doesn't. I mean, one thing I can tell you, working in the banking industry, the people who were the most comfortable financially and less, least stressed out, and most stable were people that own real estate.
0: Really? Well, I used to own
1: real estate, but yeah. You know, one tip somebody gave me is always buy property near good schools.
0: Yeah, that's true because people are gonna always pay more. They
1: always pay more. Mm-hmm. The value always stays; it just goes up, yeah. and it sells way faster. Yeah, well,
0: I want to have like a, I want to own like an apartment complex in like Texas or some shit because it's cheap and you don't have yeah. to pay fucking land taxes and all that shit. Just don't do it in Houston. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to Houston a few times. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because of all hurricanes and yeah. shit. It's all right. Just have good insurance or whatever. Well, they have renter's <laughs> insurance, right? I guess. Actually, no. Fuck that. Yeah, right. fuck that. <laughs> uh, Austin, well, actually, Austin's more expensive. Probably like Dallas.
1: You know, yeah. I went to a WeWork recently. It's kind of off, similar, but kind of off topic. But um, Have you been to a WeWork before? No, I was going to ask you what, what what's like. A the WeWork is like one of those communal offices for like people who want to month pay monthly for like a space to I know work. Oh, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But, dude, it's like a really amazing experience like it's actually super well decorated they have like uh, kitchens and like food kiosks where you just like you pay less for the food and you just like scan and pay with your credit card and stuff it's fully automated but i realized somebody needs to do a we work and airbnb because also a lot of people come to visit especially in silicon valley to stay for like six months you yeah. end up having to get like a place to stay and they have to get like a office to work at.
0: So somebody sort of does that in Oakland oh, really? where they have like, well, you live in the same building that you work. Right. I That's think that, was, like that was interesting. Yeah. 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 That, that is a good idea. Cause I mean like where did I worked before, it's a company on the East coast in Virginia where mm-hmm. basically they just rented out a fucking, they bought a condo. Yeah. And so I would stay in the condo when I went to visit there mm-hmm. and then, yeah, I was, you're right. I mean, that, that'd be a good idea. I had a similar idea of, like, getting a... So, I used to live in, like, a storage container. Uh-huh. And, like, those are, like, so fucking cheap right now, dude. Yeah. They used to be even cheaper. You could buy a fucking... It was, like, back in, like, the early 2010s, or actually late 2000s. You could buy a fucking 10 by 40 foot shipping container for, like, 500 bucks Ooh. back then. They were Chinese made, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's a fucking yeah, steel box. container, Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you could just do that and, like, ship them places, you know. I had that idea for, like, podcasts, too. Like, if you want a podcast or do it remotely or whatever, Mm. or whatever kind of office space, I would just have it all furnished and then just ship it somewhere and then set it down. Mm. And then when you were done, just ship it
1: back. That's interesting. You could actually, like, there's... You could apply that to a lot of different things. There's this... You can have
0: gyms. You can have all kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's a company called Farm in a Box where they put everything you need to start your own, like, two-acre farm in a shipping container. Nice. So, and then there's people that do the reverse where the farmer's inside the container. Wow. Like, you know, you just grow, grow a house inside. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I think oh, that's actually pretty cool.
0: Those containers, they're still economical. Like I actually priced one out cause we're going to move, we're probably going to buy a house next year. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking cause obviously real estate here is fucking expensive. Yeah. So I was like, if we can't get a four-bedroom house, we can I can deal with a three-bedroom house, but obviously i need a studio in my office somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I was just gonna buy a shipping container and then make that my office. Mm, that's cool. And like shipping containers are like base they're less than three grand right mm-hmm. now for like the ones that are um nice. The yeah, ones that are basically only shipped once.
1: Right. Um, um the, also California changed the law where it's a lot easier to build a second property or second house on your property. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna look to buy a house, try to get a big backyard yeah because, yeah because yeah, you can build a whole nother um building now like way easier so people are doing that to get more rental income
0: oh yeah, we're before it, yeah. Would,
1: it would be like to get a second property or house on the property you would have to get a whole second set of utility lines and stuff yeah now they'll let you split it huh. so you can just send your gas over to the second property and send the electricity over that's good so it's like cheaper
0: so nice that you said that. It's funny because like the housing situation situation here is pretty fucked, and I think that everybody's complaining about the problem, but they nobody wants to put the blame on the right people. thing.
1: Yeah,
0: the problem is the tech industry. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry to say because I'm obviously part of this industry. Wait, are you
1: sure? I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people blaming them.
0: Well, I've I haven't heard that many like like solidly putting the problem on mm. the tech industry, but the problem isn't what people think. Like, yeah, it's the tech industry, but. Those are opportunities. You know what I mean? If you have those skills, you can afford those houses. Right. The only reason why the, the fucking housing prices here are so expensive is because somebody's paying for them.
1: Well, that's exactly what it is. Is They have the ability to overbid. Yeah. And these people uh, are willing to overbid just so that it just closes faster and they shut everybody out. Yeah. So but, if you can afford it, yeah, like overbid and the house is yours, you don't have to deal with, you know. But people Random. here can
0: afford it. Yeah. That's the problem. Is like I'm I'm sorry that you live in an area right now <laughs> of high income people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If, if you have a low skill level, then you're fucked here. I'm, you know. Yeah. I have seen like people complain about living in the, in San Francisco now. They're like, "Oh, you know, only make like I watched this video the other day where uh, it was a couple that their combined income was like 100 grand,
1: and that's low income
0: in San Francisco. Yeah. In San yeah. Francisco, yeah. And so they had like two kids. They were like, "Oh, you know, we can't afford this. Can't afford that. Blah, blah. I'm like, why the fuck are you living in San Francisco? Like, you only make a hundred grand. Like, I understand right. if you're outside this, the you know California or Bay Area, seems like a lot of money, but it, it's not. Especially for like two incomes, it's not a lot of money.
1: No, it's like fifty grand per person. Yeah, that's. It's not. It's not that not much a lot. Money. Yeah, it's like thirty-five hundred a month.
0: Yeah, I mean that shit.
1: I only know a long that time because I, at one point I had a salary of fifty thousand. Oh really? Year, and I was making about thirty five hundred a month.
0: Yeah, I thought when I first got out of the Marine Corps, I was making like fifty five grand a year. Mm-hmm. And then like I ramped up like super quick. I went from like fifty five grand a year to like six figures in like maybe five years. Mm-hmm. Probably less than that. So
1: yeah. Nice. Now we gotta get you in the two call McCullough club.
0: Well, I, what, I was well t- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. I mean I was getting close. I mean I I went from like I went from six figures then I, I got to quarter a million mm. then went to I got offered 480 mm. and I end up getting Damn, like four eighty, that's crazy yeah I didn't told you about that mm. yeah oh, so, actually I think you did
1: mention that yeah I, I basically I kind of weren't f- feeling that well company, I,
0: right I was mm. but the problem was is that I, I'd already did a year in Iraq and I was just mm-hmm. like I can't stay here for another year without seeing my daughter so I was like right. dude I need like three months off I'm like oh we can only give you two I was like, like nah, fuck! It. I need three. It. Yeah. So I left, and like four months later, I got fucking laid off. I was like, motherfucker, I should took that job. <laughs> but end up, I went end up working for another company. That you're right, I didn't feel that the other company. You're right. I was getting paid like a shitload of money. Yeah. But they were just they're shitty as fuck.
1: You know, I I think honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot myself. Um, the answer is you gotta make products for yourself, bro. You cannot you cannot become wealthy without making money while you're sleeping yeah and yeah. honestly like we're all in the service industry because we have to make money while we're awake so yeah so we're serving somebody
0: but I want that money to make
1: money that's also true I mean but imagine if you're making money while you're sleeping and that money is making money yeah so yeah. that's that's how people become really wealthy so I don't know I'm trying to think of what, what kind of products I would be able to do maybe like I don't know dick in a box or something like that <laughs> well technically <laughs> yeah. I mean this, this is a product yeah this is a product yeah. that's actually quite true so mm-hmm. that's why you know Figuring out a way to quote monetize it is super important at some point.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, technically it is monetized, but I, I've talked about it a few times on the podcast, but yeah. it doesn't pay a lot
1: right now. No. I mean, you need, you like, need sh- like big numbers to get. Yeah. You we know, get getting the millions and millions and millions and millions,
0: which we don't have yet, but it's yeah. all right. It'll know? happen. Like eventually, like when the the channel gets bigger, we're going to have to do this in like a video because mm-hmm. then I like, put it on YouTube and that, that pays, right?
1: Yeah. I think the video. So that's an interesting stat is uh, in two years, just in two years, by 2019. 80% of consumer internet traffic is going to be video.
0: Yeah, I remember reading that too.
1: Yeah, so yeah. that blew my mind because 90% of fucking people are not prepared for that shit. Yeah. So whoever is there already creating content that people like, they're going to be ahead of the curve, man. So, you know.
0: Well, that's why we're expanding our uh, our video arm of things, right? Yeah. So I, I, I asked everybody to... Start making video content like vlogs yeah. or like uh, Stitch. He's doing like this the Shokugeki thing where he goes and like fucking reviews like different food spots, you mm. know. And then Blue does his, his own vlogging thing. He's starting up his, his actually his own photography and cinematography thing. Mm. Um, and I think uh, shit, Old Ninja started. He, he reviewed like a strip club. They're all nice. videos, you know. Nice. So that's probably one of the easiest ways. To, uh, to get paid off the internet is for making videos and then, like, getting it monetized. But there's a problem. Mm. Right now, um, Google and YouTube, they're really kind of leaning towards the left on things. Mm. And so if you have any sort of, like, questionable views oh, on right. anything, they'll demonetize your fucking video. Yeah. And that that's a problem for me because they said that, you know, your, your video is not... Advertiser friendly, but our channel is 18 plus only and we can't choose our advertisers. So it's like, are you telling me that no advertisers are are, are not okay Mm. with adult content? Because we have sponsors that are fine with our content. Yeah. But you tell me that no advertisers.
1: Yeah, that's the problem is they've had some backlash because they don't have the uh, advertisers in a system where it's matched up with the right content. Yeah. Um... So, like, for instance, you had uh, big brands getting super pissed because their ads were appearing before, um, I don't know, videos that...
0: Well, it's like neo-Nazi shit is like what right. they Right, yeah. 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 <clears throat> Which I get, I mean...
1: Yeah, but that's that's Google and YouTube's fault. It really is.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, we, sh- I should honestly... I thought when I, you know, clicked 18 plus... That
1: means that's the category that you go in across the board. Right? Yeah,
0: like, you should know... Advertisers should right. know that, hey, we're adult content. Right. And you can't tell me that... There's no advertiser that's not okay with adult content. When we have, you know, channels out there, you know, like actual on TV that have adult content right. that get sponsored.
1: Well, the other option is to use YouTube as the uh, gateway, which directs people to your own portal, which you could have as much adult content as you want
0: well it's true but it's just harder it's it's harder to monetize that way yeah yeah well
1: that's where but that's where the following starts to come into play because if you have a real long tail of a thousand plus fans and they really love your shit um they will pay that's how louis ck has financed his own movies i mean he started i mean obviously he's got louis ck audience but like you know he just started releasing content on his own fucking website and charging them and then he released a movie recently in in venice that's going to be in theaters that he said he fully financed off of the profits from his horse and pete web series that he did nice
0: yeah i mean obviously i mean there's patreon right I mean, yeah. there's other ways you can go about it i've been thinking about doing that that route for just for a start while. A, a, yeah.
1: a webcam girl brothel yeah yeah and no. you, you, you'll stack chips off of that oh yeah for sure like
0: <laughs> That's, like, one of the easiest ways to make money. Like Dude, Sarah webcam
1: said. culture is blowing my mind because I I never looked into it that much. And then, um, like, this Instagram girl that I was following, like, she put her, like, cam uh, address on her profile. I didn't realize she was even a cam girl, you know? Yeah. Well, because I didn't really actually follow her that much. it's just, like, happened to be in my feed, you know? And then... Um, And then I clicked on it and I'm like, holy shit, like all these like young ass hot chicks that are like also a lot of just normal looking chicks that are just kind of cute and look like normal people ish, you know? Um, They just have no problem fucking doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you're, if you don't care about being naked on a camera, and you're a, a young lady, you can make a shitload of money. Shitload of money. Shitload of money,
1: like, easily. You know what's um, crazy is I I, uh, I got my girl to agree to let me start a porn company.
0: Are you serious? <laughs> I'm
1: not even joking. That's pretty
0: awesome. <laughs> I've got a... Uh, I actually know some people in the industry. Really? So, yeah, yeah. So,
1: I'm... Well, I've had this concept for a while because I've always wanted to make good, good porn. Like, in terms of, like, not just... I've always wondered why, like, there's this big divide of, like, porn that is, like, artistic and then, like, movies which show sex scenes that are completely unrealistic. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no middle ground where you just see normal, real people, um, in, like, in an industry, you know, and so I would do uh, a porn company that, that basically features hot chicks and normal chicks and just kind of the whole spectrum and um, does artistic stuff and treats it more like... An actual medium, like the way you uh, the indie film industry would treat itself, you know.
0: You should go to kink dot com. And been there in San Francisco. Uh,
1: I partied there once for Halloween, but not their actual. Like, you should take t- take the tour. Oh, you know what? She wants to take the tour. hella bad. I, I Yeah,
0: yeah dude. Good. Take. Experience. I took uh, my girlfriend on the tour. It's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to do porn. They're going to stop doing porn there pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But. If, if not already, but it's still a pretty awesome, like, building. Yeah. It's all historic and shit. The Armory. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty dope. The like armory I, is
1: actually a really dope location, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, inside, it's fucking... It's pretty amazing.
1: So I'm preparing, man. I already saved the domain, goodporncompany.com. There you go. And uh, I'm going to fucking do it eventually. I was like, damn, I guess this girl's a keeper, because I never met another girl that was yeah. like, Oh, yeah, you want to start a porn company? That's okay. Need any help? Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> when i need that stunt d i'll tell you yeah what no not even not in that (laughs) any other kind of way yeah yeah. yeah, it'll be super fun dude i mean i actually have some really innovative ideas for it because it it would um kind of be a combination of the webcam culture where you empower people to make money on their own yeah and you know you're making profits off of it but also producing exclusive content and like kind of like how you know suicide girls Yeah, yeah like that like, those... Suicide Girls was started by a couple, and they become filthy rich because of that.
0: Uh, you know you know what's kind of crazy? Is that no I mean, there are a few VR porn companies. but a few. Nobody's really... Nailed it. Nailed it yet. I know. But, have you ever seen VR porn? It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. It's the future, yeah. man. I,
1: yeah. I, I, as soon as I experienced VR porn, I was like, damn. Once, once VR porn catches up with, like fleshlights and sex dolls
0: it has in japan yeah
1: like (laughs) they're out of the curve i'm sorry man but relationships are completely fucked in this country after that women are going to have to start doing switching it up to to get if they want if they want men to yeah uh you know engage in relationships with them
0: i think it's good though because i mean i think there's especially for people that are basically unfuckable you know what i mean like they're gonna at least be able to You know, get their shit off. I'm still
1: waiting for that first viral video where some wife comes home and her husband is like plugged into VR. Oh, I've already seen like a few. Oh, have you? Yeah. And they just catch them fucking. I don't know if they're real or not. I see. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because people stage (laughs) shit now. That's true. There's so much stage things.
0: Yeah, that, that shit's fucking annoying.
1: But yeah, man, Bunny Man Porn Company coming to you in who knows what year, but it's gonna happen.
0: That's awesome, man. I yeah. mean, that's something that everybody's always gonna want. It's gonna be the
1: Asian Hugh Hefner of porn. Really, the Asian Larry Flint. That'd be awesome. I was Somebody watching, needs to be, dude. I was watching some video. Some was, Asian fucker needs to be. What
0: the fuck? Was I watching. It was like basically because there's very few Asian men in porn that are not yeah. get that are not getting fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like seriously. It's just like, it's weird. But there was like, they're interviewing some guy that was like an Asian guy. And he was like, you know, he was in porn, fucking chicks and shit. And he was just like, yeah, we just got to show our dicks more. And I was just like, yeah.
1: all right. Well, in Japan, that's pretty much the only Asian dick that you get is Japanese. Yeah.
0: And they're just fucking other Japanese chicks. Like, yeah. you never see like any other Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, let's face it. It's like Asian men and black women are the least desirable in the United States. Really? Yeah, statistically, like, uh, dating-wise and sexually, everything, like, they have the worst situations. Huh. Uh, And I know that because I went on a date with a black chicken she That was the first thing she opened with. Like, did you know that statistically that... Maybe saying that is probably the problem. Maybe. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going (laughs) to go on a little mini rant. Asians, males are such pansies. I'm so sick of that shit. Like... That's partially why I want to just break out and do some crazy shit, even though people will fucking talk shit about me and all that stuff. I just want to set an example. Yeah, I don't care. I just want to set an example that Asian people need to not give a fuck as much because um, that's what's really holding them back. You know, it's like you look at the media, it's like black people have become really great at creating um, conversations and and backlash against media when they're not being treated fairly and stuff like that. I mean, it's true, but. The Asians same time, Asians are not good at that. Well, no, you, you're right. But, I'm just saying black people are better.
0: Well, no, definitely not. I mean, like you're in just that people. No, no, no. no I'm just kidding. In that, maybe, <laughs> but if you look at like as far as uh, keeping a family together, uh, a household income, shit like that. Okay, like, well, there's just,
1: the economic other yeah. things. I'm talking about in cultural perception. Okay, like, yeah. In t- entertainment, for in- sure. And the ability to influence the masses. Like, obviously, black people have that on lock. Like, we do,
0: but it's just like, I'd rather not that have that, not have that on unlock. If you had to choose one or the other. Yeah, yeah. It's like...
1: <laughs> okay, that's also true. That's we, a fair we, point. Yeah, we
0: talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. Asian privilege is legit and everybody's <laughs> yeah. letting it go. Like, right. people are just not even noticing that shit. But
1: see, it's funny how that, for both cultures, is a double-edged sword. Because, like, that Asian privilege is... That attitude that creates the Asian privilege is what keeps them from being popular in culture and stuff, yeah you know yeah. so that's why i'm like fuck it man i'm just gonna be like asian larry flint i'm gonna fucking make a shit ton of money for myself and other people and i'm not gonna give a fuck and that's actually partially even why i dyed my hair because i was like you know what I'm, i don't give a fuck anymore like i'm just gonna Fuck okay, yeah. i mean you don't know. work for anybody else who gives a shit yeah, yeah. and well i kind of never dyed it because i do have to like meet clients and then like Pitch them and sell them, and it's not crazy though. It's not crazy. Well, I got this is stage one, you know. I'm gonna. Are you gonna go go fucking blonde? uh, (laughs) I'm gonna go blonde, and then I'm gonna turn like pink. Wow! All right. I have like no fucks to give. Like that's the other thing I realized. I was like, at my age, nobody cares, and I got a girl, so nobody gives a shit. Like I have zero people to impress, and you know, I'm gonna just lay the gauntlet down and and fucking say fuck it, you know.
0: Yeah, you know what's funny is like. They've asked me to come in the office more now, from like my my day job. Uh-huh. And first of all, I, I hate I don't like coming in the office. I've, I've realized now that I'm, I'm First of all, I'm, I'm antisocial when it comes to like certain people. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? You like, just
1: don't want to talk to them at all. Not at all. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, if it's not work-related, I don't give a shit about your life. Of, of course. course. You know? Cause yeah. I don't. I like can't I, even
1: pretend to be interested.
0: Yeah, I have a couple of friends at work, but we're not in the in the office together, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just like, I I don't, I just don't care, mm-hmm. you know. And it's I don't want to seem like a dick, but it's just like. <laughs> First of all, you got to understand, like, I have, like, a real life. Like, most of the people yeah. that I work with, they don't have, like, a real life.
1: Right. You know they what have I mean? like, a family.
0: Yeah. I mean, some of them do have a family, but it's just, like, all they do is, like, work, come home, and, like, do whatever the fuck. Right. You know you what I mean? You have
1: actual aspirations for yourself. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it's just, like, the only reason why I'm sticking around at this job is because. It pays the bills. Well, not that they pay me
1: pretty well. Yeah.
0: But I only work fucking four days a week.
1: You know? What the fuck?
0: Yeah, so it's uh, been this been that way for a long so time. So you
1: have financial freedom and time freedom. Yeah, yeah. That's great.
0: That Yeah, and every time I think about leaving, it's like...
1: because like You have to weigh it, and you're like, yeah. actually, it's not worth it yet. Because <laughs> like so, I've been
0: working at this company for seven years, as right. of yesterday. Uh-huh. That's the longest time I've ever worked for any one company. That's pretty long. But I'm like, every time I think about leaving, I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to fucking commute. And even though recently they asked me to come in the office more, but I'm like, dude, I'm not coming in the whole day. Because I'm like, Jeez. for me to come in the whole day, because I work, you know, basically... It's 10 hour days, but really they're 11 hour days. Uh-huh. So I work from like 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm not going to come in the office Monday through Wednesday because that's the days I actually, they yeah. want me to come in the office. I'm not going to come in on Sunday. Yeah. I'm not going to come in. I'm not going to get up at fucking 5.30 in the morning, yeah. commute to where I have to be at, and then commute back home and it's be scary. home at like 7 or 8.
1: Trust me. It's when you start thinking that way, you never can go back.
0: Yeah, I, like, I'm, like, going back. <laughs> Fuck that shit.
1: Like, There's only one other direction you got to go. Is yeah. Forward, you so know? Like, <laughs> like, right now, I'm just like,
0: I'll, I'll come in. I'm like, okay, dude. I'll, I'll come in, like, either in the morning or in the afternoon. So you have me for, like, basically a block of, like, maybe five hours in the office. Mm. And that's just so I can clock in so you can be like, I was there. Right. Other than that, I don't give a shit. You yeah.
1: Know? That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, I can't stand, like, I don't like corporate cultures. I think mm. they're fucking stupid. I don't like... uh fake, man. They are. They're super fake. It's, like... Can't we just be normal people? Yeah. You know what I mean? And work in this environment. But no. They want you to be like, oh, we need this corporate thing. You have to be like, fuck that.
1: Yeah. That's actually something I've been really obsessed with recently is the idea of authenticity and how like hardly anything is authentic. Yeah. Yeah. And most people are trained to be inauthentic. And it's like, uh, yeah, if we were really get to be like how we want to be, like most people wouldn't talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Most people would be like, leave me the fuck alone. Let me just do my job. Uh, Unless you're cool, then we'll, you know. But otherwise, don't make me pretend we're some family members when we're really not.
0: Yeah, especially (laughs) in in a corporate environment. Corporate environment, yeah.
1: Yeah, in particular, especially because you got to remember, those companies don't give a fuck about you, dude.
0: They don't, and everybody that thinks that they do, they they they're don't. Drinking the Kool Aid. The only reason why you're hired is because they're making money more money off. Exactly. off of you than they're paying you.
1: Exactly. That's the only reason. Exactly. They're never, no corporation is gonna be like, oh, you don't want to work for us, but you're in a shitty situation. Let, let's just give you a salary for a year to help yeah. you get back on your feet. They're just making money off you. No. I'm,
0: I'm, it, once you see that cage. Mm. It's hard to like unsee that shit, and I saw it a long time ago. Yeah, you know?
1: it's it's a trade off, you know. It's an agreement that you're making, so it's nothing more, nothing less, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not. I mean, for everybody that's out there that's listening to this, you're probably working right now because mm. most people listen to podcasts while they're working. That's true. Um, so. And
1: if you are working right now and you're listening to this, look at your coworker and touch your nipple. <laughs> give him a wink <laughs> just switch it up Yeah. Uh, should we go to these questions yeah let's go to these we uh, had a couple of questions yeah.
0: obviously we've been off for a long time sure. I'll, I'll say the first one because it's shorter mm. <laughs> actually no you so. say it. actually you say it because you actually read the article or I you read really, part of the article
1: I skimmed it uh, so, but I'm kind of familiar with this actually so there's an article in the Atlantic that is growing in prominence about the kind of familial <laughs> indentured servitude within the asian particularly in this case filipino community this seems interesting and is generating a lot of companion articles um i skimmed that article i haven't read any of the companion articles however i've been to hong kong i've been to korea i i am fully aware that filipinos are the export labor force of asians and mostly in a way that is definitely, yeah, like, basically turns into uh, indentured servants or slaves. slavery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or we could call it what it is in some situations. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. What can you say other than it's kind of fucked up? I know, like, for instance, in the Philippines, they were starting to, like, murder Koreans because Koreans were taking advantage of it, like, so bad that, wow. like, businesses would come in there and basically just, like you know, take advantage of them and then turn them into their like slaves or whatever. So it's actually apparently a dangerous time to be Korean in the Philippines. Wow. <laughs> it's like backlash. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's funny cause Filipino culture is interesting. Like they, um, when I was growing up, people always told me that Filipino girls take care of you the most. Hmm. Like they're really good at being conscientious and caring and, um, you know, just good at taking care of people. And maybe that cultural uh, attitude is what started it. And also, they're just super poor, you know? Like, dude, we we got this editor, that we're, the TV show I'm working on. So we were paying this... First, we were paying this Italian guy that came over in the Bay. And, you know, we hired him through referral. And I think he was getting paid, like, two grand for the work that he was doing. And then it was too much for whatever the budget of the show apparently it's not my show by the way i'm just one of the employees (laughs) and uh so anyways then my boss got the idea well let's find somebody else so first she was looking in india but india is tough because like you said they're not really loyal and it requires a lot of hand-holding in terms of like making sure that they're not screwing you over and yeah blah blah blah. um not that i'm hating on indian people i'm just saying there's there's a different work culture but in the Philippines, they caught up a lot in the media, particularly with editing and graphics and stuff like that. And their huh. English is just as good or better, um, or just as good, let's say. And uh, and then they're super cheap. So this guy took the job of this dude who's getting paid two thousand, and guess how much he's getting paid? A thousand? Less than Jesus Christ! He's getting paid six hundred bucks. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh no! Actually, that's not even true. He's getting paid technically more like a hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah, and he's like happy. Like in the Philippines, a hundred bucks is a lot of money. Probably goes a long way. And yeah. it's easy work. I mean, he's just sitting on his fucking computer. Like yeah, it's just all relative, right? Like this other dude has is highly qual- skilled, and he has the demand where he can get paid two grand for it. So he yeah. wouldn't take it for hundred. But this other dude in the Philippines is like it's like easy money for him yeah. and he's like happy to do it. It's good work. Yeah, it's good work. And you know, I would pay more for me just because I guess I'm a bit of a bleeding heart, but, um, but it got me thinking, I'm like, damn, there's like a, a skilled workforce growing over there that, you know, in my industry, you could really utilize that and figure out how to kind of increase your profit margins. Cause video historically is tough on the profit margins, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm noticing, I mean, obviously I'm dabbling in, in yeah. cinematography and video editing now and like But just
1: how much work you have to put in versus what you get paid. Yeah. It's not comparable to like photographers or graphic designers or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's like way harder to like. It's compose, way harder because there's these yeah.
1: other elements that you have to know how to deal with which are all technically have their own industries like sound, yeah, lighting. You know what I mean? Like it's it's tough. So um, and yet we're not paid as well. So anyways, I, I think when it comes to the servitude thing, like I don't know, man. I have no answer for that other than the country itself maybe needs to become more wealthy so that people don't need to leave or feel like they have to shit. Like, okay, let me... I went to Hong Kong. I was working on this photo series called Searching for the Perfect Kiss. Mm -hmm. And it's basically taking portrait photos of sex workers in in every country. So I went to, like, this fucking strip club slash brothel in Hong Kong and, you know, I met this girl there and she tried to take my dick out. And I was like, no, it's cool. I'm, I'm actually here for something else. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can take my dick out later. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. But um, she. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had this theory, though, because I, I see a lot of photographers who like shoot hookers and stuff. But it's like so obvious they're also fucking them. So it's like this weird glorification of like the sex trade and like of them fucking them yeah um and it really disgusted me so i was like okay let me let me try a different approach i'm gonna take these sex workers i'm not gonna fuck them and then i'm just gonna photograph them and it really opened up a different door because like i basically paid for this girl as if i was going to yeah she took me to a hotel i took photos of her it was probably like the easiest gig she ever had and then afterwards because i wasn't some john She like literally took me to like where all the hookers hang out after work and like bought me dinner and I'm just like hanging out like eating Filipino food with them like and really getting that behind the curtain look of their personalities and and stuff like that that you would never get if you were just a customer. Um, And they were telling me, yeah, like so in Hong Kong and all these other countries, they basically the families will ship their kids out uh, under the guise of being like, maids and other type of legitimate jobs and then they get lent out for like six months at a time to be like sex slaves you know um and you know she didn't like it but she had like two kids at home so she's like supporting the family um so i don't know and maybe that's what i'm saying maybe the economy in the philippines needs to catch up, and then they won't have to do that kind of stuff. I mean, I hope
0: that doesn't happen here. Actually, I hope it doesn't happen anywhere, but especially here in America, because, like, obviously...
1: I think yeah. it's actually harder in America, because I think in countries like Korea and Hong Kong and stuff like that, there's in built-in systems that probably make it easier to import people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like in America it's probably tougher.
0: Well, I know that... So, I only have, like, a partial view of this, because I, I know when I was in Iraq they would take Sri Lankan workers mm. and Filipino workers and then they would uh there would be contractors in a war zone, but once they landed they would take their passports. Right. And then so turn it, them into basically slaves. Basically slaves, yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude that what the fuck? And this is on a military base.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm like, how the wow. fuck are we are we doing that? You know, and they're getting paid like nothing.
1: Yeah, so there's a whole system in different countries for I guess different industries. So I don't know, man. I mean I guess that's the beauty of the internet, like just Bring more attention to it, and then don't let it happen somehow.
0: Yeah, you can shine that light on it. All right.
1: Shine that light.
0: Second question is kind of long. Mm. Maybe you want to just paraphrase it? Uh, kind of can. So, all right, there's been a few articles lately suggesting that one of the reasons why the Democrats lost in the fall is that the party has become too reliant on identity politics, you know, separating voters on race, gender, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. And they're not focusing on universal issues like the economy. Uh, climate change and world relations uh, one second he would like to know our thoughts on uh, on identity politics, specifically as employed by the Democratic Party are there hmm he's basically saying uh, you think it's holding back the Democratic Party and alienating swing states swing state voters Uh, to win an election, and what I'd also like to know our take on the upper-income Asian-Americans within California who tend to vote Republican, (laughs) which is true. I mean, look,
1: look, if you're upper-income anybody, Asian-American or black or white, and you vote Republican, it's because you just want to keep your money and you don't give a fuck about other people. Well,
0: it's not that you don't give a fuck, (laughs) but you do want to keep your money. I mean, Well,
1: priority is keeping your money, but obviously you're going to take concessions on the other side of not...
0: Well, the problem, only because this happens to me, right? Mm. Because, like, when I I started making a lot of money, it's like, where's my money going? Like, if you're going to tell me that you're going to raise my taxes, like, first of all, (laughs) why, and then how are you going to spend it?
1: You know, actually, that's funny. My friend who's uh, kind of mentor friend who is really wealthy, like, you know, stupid wealthy, he said the same thing to me. He's like, just wait. Once you actually make a lot of money to get in the bank, you're not going to be happy giving it up for that. For nothing.
0: Yeah, because like seriously, they they waste our money. Like you'll see more and more waste the the more and more taxes that you that you have to
1: <laughs> fucking
0: pay. It's ridiculous, man.
1: Um, but in terms of the uh party, I think the Democratic Party. One of their main mistakes is definitely identity politics. Is that they're um they're they don't just they don't to me. I don't see a unified front. I feel like when Republicans get in office and they got majority, they just like gang fuck every every issue in industry that they want. Like, they just roll through the door, and then... Like, when Bush came in... Yeah, that's They true. just did whatever the fuck they wanted when it came to repealing laws. But came...
0: the the last administration did that too, though, right? I mean, like. Mm, but I the... feel like
1: there's still more infighting, like in the Democratic There was party.
0: infighting, but like with the uh, whole Affordable Health Care Act, they just steamrolled that their was shit just through. just one thing, though. I that feel was like... pretty huge, though. That, that affected every single American.
1: But I feel like Republicans are more across the board united in the ability to uh, make uh... policy change, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Democrats are more like they have to serve. Maybe that's what it is, is like Democratic leaders in different. Um, areas have to serve their different constituents. Well,
0: sort of the Republicans, but I think they, they just... Care. But the
1: Republicans, I feel like, are still, even on the base level, on the ground, are more unified by the the values, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, like even just think about like feminism, right? Which is a liberal thing. You got white feminists, you got black feminists, I you got f- Hispanic. That shit's got, all fucked, yeah. That's what I'm saying, but yeah. that's more to me a liberal... Um, symptom is that it goes kind of with the whole having your freedom identity all that stuff it does create more factions that have to battle each other you know
0: well we're seeing now i mean we're seeing factions basically eat themselves yeah i mean once we had you know feminism that came back again for some reason and then now we have like intersectional like black feminism and white feminism it's just like you're all just gonna infight and destroy yourselves yeah it's the same thing with the new like all these 50 11 goddamn genders mm-hmm It's just like,
1: you know, I was hella cracking up because, uh, I went to a a restaurant and they had a, um, they had, they had the, uh, placard with the, the woman and the man next to each other. And then underneath it, it said, uh, transgender or gender free, whatever the fuck thing it was. I was like, if you already have a picture of the guy and the girl, doesn't that mean already anybody could go in the bathroom? So this this problem—that's
0: problem that I have, right? It's like there's not there's only two sets of things, right? right? You're either a man, a woman, or sort of like a mix of whatever, depending on. But in the end, you're sitting
1: down or standing up to piss.
0: Exactly, and like this, I don't give a shit about like people going to the bathroom, right? Like I I said i thought about this for a long time. It's like, like if you're a parent, right. at some point in time, unless you really don't take care of your kids, right. you've taken. Your child, if you have an opposite sex the, child Yeah, you the, have to do it. You have to. Yeah, it's All just right. the way it goes. And nobody gives a fuck. No. Nobody gives a fuck.
1: But that's what cracked me up because I was like, either you should have a men's bathroom, a woman's bathroom, and then a third bathroom, which is the transgender or whatever. But if you already have one bathroom that has both genders on it, and then you have to add the label that you're fucking I, I don't even you think know, you need a was, trans bathroom. That's what I'm just, saying.
0: It's a fucking oh. bathroom, dude. <laughs> It's it's so stupid. And one of one of the things that I, I have a problem with, like this whole like new like, however many genders there are now, is that I just don't give a shit about all those genders. I don't give a shit if you're a man, woman, fucking dragonkin, whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. Like unless unless I'm literally trying to fuck you, yeah, yeah. I don't care what gender you happen to think you might be. Right. Because it's irrelevant. Like I, I don't need yeah. to know about your sexual life mm. if I just met you. You know, don't shake my hand and be like. Oh, well, you know, I'm gender fluid. I don't give a shit. I'm not trying to put my dick in you. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't understand why that's like a thing now. Yeah, wait
1: till we get into the bedroom before you say that. Yeah. Or on a date, at least.
0: Like, none of that shit matters.
1: (laughs) You know, I think the real problem as opposed to, uh, for the Democratic Party, as opposed to identity politics, is PC culture. Yeah. I think the social justice warrior PC culture is what really gave the right so much more momentum and power to like a pushback you know because even i ex- experienced it myself you know it's just like the problem with people who are obsessed with PC-, pc culture is that they they learn to look at the world only through a very narrow lens and they judge everything you do by that lens and then the worst part is that if you don't fit into their idea of how you're supposed to act they don't just like have a conversation with you they like fucking demonize you as if you just like brought Hitler back and then went on a baby raping spree because, yeah. you know, you decided to say the word faggot or something like that, you know? And
0: this is something that I actually talked about on the, like, the last panel that I was on. I was like, look, if you're going to tell me that something offends you, you need to explain to me why it offends you. All right. Don't tell me that it offends you and then that you're not going to explain it. If you tell me that, I don't give a shit that okay. I offended you. Like, right. not at all. I'm right. not going to give a second thought. I'll probably just right. say it again just to piss you off. Right. <laughs> um... But yeah, you need to explain exactly why it offends you like, and break it down. So I understand. Yeah. But you, like, it's been like a thing now where people just be like, oh, well, that's offensive. Right. It's just and a bunch of
1: baby culture. Not that I'm saying you should go around calling people faggots, obviously. Yeah. But there's I certain things where it's I just like... I haven't used that word in a long time. It's, yeah. That's probably a bad example. But I'm just saying like, if even if I did use the word, like let's say Eminem did in a rap or something, that does not make you equally as fucked up as like... Hitler or Trump or whatever, like... The problem is it's so extreme that, like, if you do one thing that they don't... That they don't like, they put you in this, like, whole other category. Like, you're no longer a fucking person. Or yeah. That they're not living hypocrisies. My my personal belief after coming back from Rwanda is... If you own an iPhone, you literally can't complain about shit. No, because... Like, because you are oppressing people with that iPhone.
0: And they don't even realize it. You, you realize that a little kid probably dug up the fucking parts for that phone, right?
1: Every part of that process, yeah. like... Th- Come on, common sense. If you have a factory building your iPhone and they have signs saying you cannot commit suicide. If they
0: have nets to catch you. If they have suicide nets,
1: (laughs) you are definitely oppressing somebody. My friend who's super familiar with manufacturing in China, he went to the Rolex factory. And he said that these people have to polish the Rolex glass on the washes until they go blind. Wow. Because it just becomes this fine particles of glass, and yeah. they're either inhaling in their lungs or they go blind from yeah. it. And then these people buy these watches. So I'm just saying, like, there's too many hypocrisies built into capitalism for any one person to look at another one and just judge them as if they're on the high horse.
0: But they don't realize it. That's, that's the problem, is that that's why, you know. That's I, why
1: they're retarded, though. They yeah. think they're smarter, but they're not any smarter. No. I feel like I, I, I was Democrat a Democrat, but now I, I'm just independent. Like, I just can't stand that PC culture bullshit. I, I almost want to start my own movement of anti-PC shit and just, it's like you said, like when people are overboard, it makes you want to just piss them off. Like, yeah.
0: It. It's funny. Cause like I was a Democrat too. Then right. I went Republican uh-huh. and now I'm independent. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, like
1: independent to me just means like, you just want to think for yourself and you want to look at it based on the issues you care about, but you're yeah. not going to fucking make a blanket statement about any one thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that most all these people that are complaining, they they all have privilege, even though they they'll complain about white privilege. You all have privilege, you fucks. Yes. All
1: of you do. And also Democrats uh fucking virtue sig- virtue signal way more yeah. than anybody else yeah look look at me i want to retweet this shit i'm fucking a good person like nah bitch you fucking bought a ten dollar fucking latte and you didn't give that fucking quarter that you had <laughs> left over to the homeless <laughs> person outside the door yeah like fuck you you know like you nobody's virtuous that's what i realized like in
0: well everyone agendas yeah
1: in okay that's too much of to not nobody's virtuous but Nobody has the ability to really judge other people.
0: Well, I understand what you're saying. I mean, we do. Like, you should judge people, right?
1: Well, you could judge them for bases of, like, character and, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's protecting yourself and shit like that. But I don't know, man. I I don't think people are really better than each other.
0: No, and you know, it's funny because a couple of was it last month, we got in trouble on the on our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What uh, so we were watching a video with with Anita and there was a, a guy on there named uh, Pablo Vitar. Okay. And we at the time we didn't know it was a, it was a man, all right? Uh-huh. This is dude, he's a crossdresser. Okay. So he's showing his ass and he's got a bra and like uh you know, probably just like, "Oh, that's a trap." People got so fucking up in arms about it that he said that that dude, that dude was a trap because we thought it was a chick at first, but it was a dude <laughs> trap. All right. The thing that people didn't understand is that we're saying it's a trap because we were basically tricked into thinking that that was a woman. Right. But he's not. He's a man. So, wait, why were they upset? Because we said the word trap. And they're like, like you. As in a hooker? No, no, no. Trap isn't like somebody that you think is a woman, but it's actually a man. Right. So, if you were to like take the, d- the person home, you undress the person and want to go that fuck is them. That's a trap. That's a trap. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, so we why also be that. That's what we all thought. Because they said we need to respect this person. I'm like, okay, first of all, no. No, but that I don't is know a s- trap. It is. It literally is a trap. Like, <laughs> yeah. but they didn't. Uh, it tra-
1: might not be an intentional trap. No. Like, maybe it's not his purpose. But if you fool somebody, like, dude, man, I remember I had t- premium Tinder. Mm. And Look at this dude. Yeah. And I fucking <laughs> was exploring other countries, right? Because you could go, you could go to whatever fucking country you want. When I was checking out the chicks in Thailand. Oh, you don't know. They were all fucking dudes. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you were ugly, you were probably a chick. But everybody that was like debatable, like. They would either tell me, like, after a couple text messages, like, oh, by the way, I have something to tell you. That's their vo- how their voice sounds in my head. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then there's some fucking dude. And I'm not even shitting you, dude. Like, out of every single person I matched with during that time period, I think, like, 80% were actually dudes. Yeah, and you can't... That's a like, problem. That's a fucking trap. You should put on your profile. Some, of very few of them put on their profile up front, I am trans or I am fucking a crossdresser or something
0: you need to know and the thing the problem that I have with like that is that people like are all up in arms like oh well you have a problem with someone that's drag no I honestly I don't but the problem is like look what if I was pretending to be a woman and I want to go fuck a lesbian
1: yeah
0: that'd be a problem too that'd be a problem right yeah Obviously, it'd be a problem. Yeah, because she's looking for a woman. Or if
1: you're pretending to be gay so that you could experiment with a woman. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. like you can't do that. No. And so don't be like, oh well, because he's a dude. Like, look, all right, I'm not into dudes. <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that. Just like you're not right. into where the fuck you're not into. Right. You know, like I don't understand the argument. And then the I got a huge but argument.
1: That's like, again PC culture. Yeah. Not knowing how to judge a situation and then going overboard.
0: Yeah, and then we got into like this whole big thing about like what respect means. Like, You need to respect this person. I'm like, no, I don't fucking know this person. You literally, the definition of respect is to have admiration for somebody. How the fuck am I going to have admiration for somebody I don't fucking know? Like, right. at all. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And they just said, no, you have to, no. Do you have respect for everybody? Yes. Okay, so Nazis, you have respect for Nazis. Hitler, you have respect for Hitler? Like, for real? You know, John Wayne yeah. Gacy, all I those think, people?
1: See, that's another thing about that type of culture is they mistake um, different concepts, like, you can say everybody deserves basic human rights.
0: To a certain point, until they violate
1: certain human rights. Yeah, I mean, right? if you molest a child, you yeah. probably lose that. But I'm saying in general, the average person, whether you're gay, straight, trans, whatever. Yes. You all deserve the same human rights. That doesn't mean you fully respect them.
0: No. Yeah, exactly. I don't have to respect anybody. I really <laughs> no. don't. Yeah, especially... I, well, I didn't that's why know they say respect
1: you. is earned, not given.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that was like a foreign concept to these people. It was just like... So, I almost wanted to say, do you respect me even yeah. after what I said? Oh, so now you get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, go fuck yourself.
1: There's also a difference between not having respect and also, like, going out of your way to disrespect somebody.
0: Which I I definitely was not. Exactly. Yeah. You could
1: be neutral and say, I don't respect somebody. But also, that doesn't mean, like, I want them to fucking die or burn and go to hell. Yeah. Know? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying is, like, people are not intelligent enough to create the correct um, parameters on how to judge a situation is they just go off of what the latest fucking article on Facebook that their friends like share. Fucking
0: virtue signaling, dude. That's all it is. It is. is.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I fucking hate that. I, you know what I realized? Most people are just dumb. Whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, I'm sorry. Most people are just dumb. Yep. I've been definitely dumb many times, too. So, you know, I can count myself in that category, but... At least people need to wake up to the fact that they they're dumb. <laughs> yeah, but that's the worst part about an idiot—they don't know they're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I don't know, man. I, that's why when people talk about AI's taking over and stuff, I'm like, if it fucking happens, we deserved it. It's probably gonna happen. It's probably gonna happen.
0: Stupid as people are like Mark Zuckerberg doesn't think it's a big deal. I'm like, dude, it's a huge deal. <laughs> it's a huge it's deal. A huge deal.
1: No, I think he does. I think he's he has a some ulterior motive for trying to. Because think about it—he's gonna—he's building the largest network. Of people in the planet. He's going to. He already is implementing AI into it. So. And in the end. Keeping your power is always about controlling people.
0: Until the AI decides that you don't need the power anymore. That's the problem. But so of course (laughs) he's
1: going to say there's no problem with AI. Because he's probably already has plans on how to use it for his own benefit. What if
0: he actually died a long time ago. And he's actually.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I actually think it's going to end up like the Dark Knight. Where the president is just a hologram. Yeah. And nobody will know the fucking difference. Even when it glitches out, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, was that? He, he's not a real person." huh? well, no, no, no. Let's just keep playing Xbox. You know? Yeah, for <laughs> real.
0: It's, it's so easy to fool people nowadays. Yeah. You know? I mean, especially with like, like I just look on Facebook and I see so many of my friends on Facebook just like reposting fake news bullshit. Mm. I'm just like, can you just put like an ounce of thought into what you're seeing? Right. I mean, honestly, all you have to do is just like just one Google. <laughs> you know, just just one search right, phrase. You right. know, That's- like. If there's no author to this fucking article, like, <laughs> right. for real, is this really a it's thing? It's probably fake as fuck. Yeah. yeah. And it's on both sides, like, Democrats and Republicans. They both, oh, like, sure. repost fake all this news fake is news. Crazy. Yeah.
1: Um, so I don't know, man. I, I'm just kind of like, whatever. We, we get what we deserve. and But on this flip side, just fight for the best future we can. And whatever, however it shakes out is how it shakes out.
0: I think once we realize that we're all just humans, we'll be better off. All this whole, this whole, like, I'm on this team bullshit.
1: Oh, I agree. I think the concept of even cultures is damaging because you put all this pride into, like, yeah. you know, your country or whatever, and then that automatically makes it so you have to look at... So I, I believe in a global citizenship, and, you know, unfortunately in the sci-fi movies, the aliens have to come to the fucking world before we realize we're <laughs> actually just one group together. Yeah, But...
0: The best one is Star Trek, though. Our aliens came, but we're okay. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's true. But in reality, if the aliens showed up and they had any ill intentions, it would be too late for us. Yeah, really. There's no way we would be able to survive. We're too fucking petty. Yeah, and also technologically, if we can't even see past our galaxy to even see other life, and another intelligent species could visit us with their technology... Oh, we'd be fucked. yeah, Yeah, like there's no way... What are we, this it's not will smith is not going to save the day with no. a fucking f14 or f15 you know like no. so that's why i always crack up i'm like realistically any space invasion movie would last 5 seconds <laughs> like they should just show up and everybody would get blown up and then the movie's over
0: like i think <laughs> did you ever watch a war of the worlds yeah Or war, war, war of, the the worlds, of the worlds yeah. yeah 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 i think that was a pretty good one even it though was they, a good one they even though the the aliens kind of fucked themselves they didn't test like the atmosphere for like that's a that's a legit threat though Yes. Like, if you came to an alien planet, and there could be some crazy but virus so that kill you. to me, is,
1: like, BS, because I can't imagine anybody intelligent enough to get here wouldn't also be intelligent enough to understand the concept of testing an atmosphere. That or, is true. You know what yeah. I mean? Same thing with signs. Oh, my God. that The signs were so good until the ending, and then, like... Have you seen
0: that? Yeah, water killed them. Yeah. I was like, like, like dude, like, 70% water. Did, yeah, I was like, did they not
1: <laughs> notice that the whole planet is covered with water? Like, yeah. I could spit on them. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I have a weapon in my bladder. Like, it's like, yeah. it rains here. Yeah. You know what like, I mean? That's why I was like, dude, some of this.
0: And especially this. with, like, no space. Suit. They didn't wear any clothing. Yeah. I was just like, dude, like, for real?
1: It wasn't well thought out by the end of it. Well, Shamalan. Yeah, yeah, I know. So he
0: he made know. Avatar. It was an awful movie. Yeah. The last the last. <laughs> I heard Super they're making a sequel. To the Last Airbender? Yeah. God, I fucking hope not. I heard it's him, too. I just... I've re uh, the original Avatar recently, The Last Airbender. I just
1: started watching it. It's really good.
0: Dude, it's like one of the best cartoons of yeah. all time.
1: It really is. Yeah. It really is. It's like legit. I, I, it's funny because I didn't understand the outrage until I started watching the actual series.
0: They didn't even fucking say his name right in the movie. <laughs> I was like, how do you fuck up his name? It's the main character.
1: <laughs> fucking A. Anyways, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Cool. The, there's a
0: second series too, mm. by the way, for Avatar. There's uh, The Legend of Korra, which is good too.
1: Oh yeah, I heard of that one.
0: It was so good.
1: Oh, damn.
0: I don't know. If, are you gonna watch the? Yeah, I am. You're gonna watch it. Okay. So Legend of Korra was awesome because uh, it first started like you know like normal. It's just like more grown up than Aang was. Mm. And then what the fucked up part was though is that on uh, Nickelodeon they decided on um, like halfway through like the last season they put it on the online version of Nickelodeon. And so everyone thought it was canceled, but it was still going on oh. on the web series. Oh. And so, like, the end is, like, the end is going to fucking blow your mind, dude. Mm. Like, it's really good, the ending. Like i, I hope they to check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. I heard they're going to come out with another series, so it's going to have twin Earthbenders, oh, I think it's supposed cool. to be. Yeah. Nice. But, like, the same people, they make uh, Voltron. Oh, nice. Yeah, the Netflix series. Yeah, I'm with it.
1: Cool. Well, is there any other things we should go over before... Um... I think we're okay. We, we had a pretty good run tonight.
0: We did. But we got to do this more often, all right. Yeah. We can't be giving. We can't be doing months
1: in between like that. It's, yeah. It's.
0: Um, I think it's been almost a year, dude. It's been no, a long time. Dude. Oh yeah. When's the last time we did it?
1: it can't be a year.
0: Well, I'll keep talking. I'll, I'll tell you exactly when the last one was, dude. It was a fuck. It's been a minute.
1: <laughs> it's like probably eight months or six months.
0: Uh, I don't know, man. I think it's been longer than that
1: fuck people always do this to me when i see them they're like i haven't seen you in three years <laughs> <And> i'm <laughs> like no that's not true i just remember the last time we talked like no it's been three years i'm like fuck you're right but um uh no oh, I'm,
0: I'm sorry it's been five months okay yeah. all right five months ago that just shows how much you
1: missed me man yeah you know, <laughs> it's a long time dude it's like what no, i No. F- we can't let it go maximum two months or you know i get punched in the nuts
0: Alright. Yeah, I can punch pretty hard, so. Yeah, that's a very good motivation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not gonna end up going
1: to
0: the trans bathroom after <laughs> No <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. Yep, all right, we're out of here, y'all. Yeah.